You are listening to Be the Love, transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness. We are souls on the journey, opening up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez, and we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus. I'm Lara from Light Post by Lara. I'm the Tigers of the Light. This is Brad Panopoulos. Hi guys, this is Nina Sauer. This is Dig with Sacred Fire Arts. Namaste, my name is Ischilla Joy Davey, and you're listening to Be The Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. I am Stacey Musial, your host and a soul on the journey. And thank you so much for tuning in this week. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, we would absolutely be so grateful for a five-star written review on iTunes. Reviews really help the show become more visible and spread the word to others. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment and get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present right now in this moment. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself and breathing out that light and that love and sending it to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Today, we have Sharon Harvey Alexander back to our show. Sharon is the director of Mountain Wisdom Holistic Health and is on a mission to elevate well-being across the planet, one breath, one person at a time. Sharon is a longtime teacher and practitioner of yoga and meditation and has an undergraduate degree in clinical nutrition. She is an energy healer and Reiki master, Ayurvedic Kyoga therapist, and breathing coach. Sharon aligns with and transmits Reiki energy, pranic energy, chi, and the energy of our guardian angels to assess and facilitate the removal of issues that have roots in the unseen galactic realms. Sharon is also the author of the widely selling book, Learning to Breathe, Learning to Live, Simple Tools to Alleviate Stress and Invigorate Your Life. So welcome back, Sharon. Thank you so much, Stacy. It's such a wonderful podcast that you're putting out into the world every week. And I am just honored and thrilled to be back and to connect with you in this way. Thank mm, you. Thank you. Thank you. It's so wonderful to have you back here. And, and for those of you who are interested in listening to Sharon's previous episode, you can find that on season one, episode three on healing with breath work. And so Sharon, tell us 
a little bit for those of the those listeners who are not who are not um, aware of what you've been um, up to so far, or a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your path for those who are not familiar. My path. Okay. <laughs> I think it's fair if we go all the way back to the beginning of this lifetime. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that I came into the world curious, sensitive, and creative. And those qualities weren't necessarily mm, supported by my environment. So I learned to hide them away, maybe even dampen them down somewhat in those beginning years. Another piece that factors into who I am today is the fact that I fell in love with a big furry brown horse, which I was fortunate to have in my life from about the age of nine to about the age of 15 and a half. And when I think about it, I'm pretty sure my parents agreed to buy the horse. I didn't ask for it. I think it was something that came from them and from their community and we shared it with another family at first. And my father certainly who grew up, you know, a, a native of Colorado, agricultural farming background, um, probably thought it would teach me responsibility as well, which indeed it did. And I certainly have an uber, um, uber sense of responsibility now as an adult. Uh, but being on the back of that horse also instilled in me a love of an appreciation for freedom and independence. Mm. I spent hours, um, you know, every, hours when I could every day, every week, months, years on the back of that horse, often out in nature, unencumbered by mm, to-do lists and responsibilities and just connecting with the water that flowed through the canal that we rode by, the air that brushed my skin, my hair, uh, the warmth of the sun, the beautiful trees growing along the shores of this waterway, as well as the steadiness, the stability of the earth. Mm. I really connected with those elements, even though I didn't realize it at the time. And that is one of the reasons that my work as an Ayurvedic yoga therapist is so profound now because Ayurveda is all about looking at how these different elements, earth, water, air, fire, space, play out in our unique constitution. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I, well, actually, I think a superpower of mine is the ability to see you and to see how that interaction of nature of um, the experiences we have on this earth play out in or are impeded by our lifestyle and the choices that we make in any given moment. Um, and so I've just had a lot of fun since discovering yoga when I turned 30. I stepped onto a yoga mat for the first time. It felt like I had come home. Mm. And it wasn't really just, it wasn't yoga. You know, yoga can be a great fitness uh, regime. I 
embarked on it to complement a very active physical life. I was a ski racer. I was a long distance bicycle rider. Um, I climbed a lot of mountains. And so yoga was great as a, as a complement to that, but it was the breath and it was the philosophy, the lifestyle, the way of living that is espoused deep within the sacred texts mm. uh, that I was fortunate to study when I, as I chose to deepen my practice, my, my study and practice of yoga um, so that I could read those books and really immerse myself. So that was important to me in my 30s and 40s into mm. my 50s. Um, and the, the Ayurveda piece, Ayurveda being the medical arm of yoga. So looking at how we can heal or how we can, mm, when we live in alignment with nature, we experience greater levels of health. So I loved that, you know, having this clinical nutrition background um, Ayurveda is about diet, the idea that what we put in our bodies influences us. It's not just the food we eat, but how much and when and seasonally and, um, you know, how it's cooked. And then there's the whole idea about energy and how that influences everything around us, including what we choose to take in through our five senses. So. So it's fair to say my work has brought me full circle from, um, you know, starting life in this creative, curious, sensitive place to coming back and seeing how those can actually be uh, beneficial qualities that allow me to work with others and help to lift them up uh, when they are experiencing challenges physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. That's where my work is going now is more into that realm of the unseen and how mm -hmm. we can, you know, how we can let that support us in being our best self as well. Mm. So thank you for sharing that journey. It just sounds like all the right pieces came in into play when, as needed, right? There's no accidents. It sounds like it was very synchronistic for you. Exactly. And, um, yeah. So that's really beautiful. So tell, um, I know you mentioned just having some current realizations and kind of where that's leading you now, especially like in those unseen realms. So tell us a little bit about that, those, those realizations that you're coming to, those new insights. Absolutely. So mm, for a long time, I think it's fair to say I was very oriented to the physical body, to the experiences we have in these bodies, right? We have these wonderful senses. We can feel, touch things. We can smell things, we can taste things, and of course we can see things. And, and more and more over the years, I have wanted to direct those senses to, toward beautiful things, right? To see beauty, to hear beauty, to uh, speak beauty, right? To, to just be kind and loving, you know? And here we are on Be The Love podcast, I think that it's a, a, a level of consciousness that we can all choose to engage with the world around us through loving means, loving eyes, loving touch, whatever that might be. Uh, as I've done that, it has, 
mm, deepened in me the realization that there really is this unseen force all around us mm-hmm. that only wants the best for us and that has our back. It's, it's actually, it's been an, a desire of mine several, year, several years ago to just know that there was, there, there was this energy that had my back. And, and I guess I, by, by setting that intention, you know, by expressing that desire, having the question, the, it's so interesting. What's popping into my head right now is that quote, and I don't know if it's Rumi, I don't know who said, ask the question and live into the answers, Hmm. right? We don't need the answer right now, but if we can be open to things revealing themselves to us, like you said, Stacy, that synchronistic expression of life through Mm us, it's a great, it's a, it's great to be in these bodies Mm -hmm. and to be having these experiences. And there is so much more. Did I, I even get answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot to unpack there. Um, you know, it's very profound too, because, okay, so that whole idea of that, you know, the asking the question and being open to the answer, you know, because it's more of working with spirit, working with the energies that are around us rather than this duality of the 3D thinking where there's an either or. It's a, you know, we might not know what the, that answer is. We don't have to know, but we can allow that to come to us and be in this flow of it. It sounds like that's what you're, what you're explaining, what you're talking about. Yeah, thank you. You've put that into wonderful words, right? Sometimes it's hard to find the words that describe these mm, profound or etheric or, uh, or ascending experiences, mm-hmm. right? And so I appreciate that. Um, and through my work, so, so I'll share how I came into Reiki. So the yoga thing, stepped onto a yoga mat, learned about Ayurveda, realized that that was really the perfect um, area of study for me with the background that I had educationally. And, you know, I, I, my father was a veterinarian and I probably worked in every aspect of his practice, including helping with surgery and um, and different things there. So, so Ayurvedic yoga therapy is a wonderful expression of my background, my skills, and my talents. Um, but, but knowing, having a sense that there was more than what we experienced through the five senses and wanting to actually feel the support of divine energy is what has been driving me or guiding me, I should say, over the last handful of years, at least. Um, And so I want to say a few things of that about the unseen world. But first, another piece of background, I chose to climb Mount Kilimanjaro for my 50th birthday, which was an amazing experience. I always, I'm someone who has to do things a little differently than the masses. So I decided I wanted to spend the night on top, which an Everest uh, type climber friend of mine said was a very big challenge. I would be taking on only 1% of anyone who summits the mountain does that, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
And I did it with my husband, the two of us. I'm so glad I did. Not only that, I really tried not to go out of the tent that night because I was exhausted and it, every movement took incredible amounts of energy at 19,000 feet. I really had to pee. So I went out, I stepped out and I was awestruck literally by how close the stars were. Mm. It was like I could reach out and touch the stars. I could swirl my hand and craft you know, a piece of art. And I, I, it was amazing. Mm. So I did my business. I walked over very slowly, took my time to seat myself on a rock and just, um, immerse myself, but really it was, I was absorbed into the energy of the stars of this brilliant, clear, dark sky punctuated by these lights. And, and as I sat and allowed myself to be held, it really felt like I was being held. But once again, like on the yoga mat, I was being called home. Hmm. Or I was being, I, there, there was a connection to source hmm. that was different than anything I'd experienced. And there was a message that came to me that said, everything in your past that has led to this moment has been perfect, hmm. has been exactly what you needed to experience in the physical body. Hmm. Um, and is the reason that you are here on earth is to just mm. is to know, is to trust, is to be one with that, one with that divine energy. Um, and yeah, and to trust. I think that was the hard thing mm. for me for many, many years is to trust that we really are all here. One, to feed back information to source, if you will, mm -hmm. and two, to enjoy mm -hmm. being in these physical body suits. There's so much that can get in the way of that joy. Mm. And it's so delightful when we can let go and merge with that experience. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wow. That sounds like just a profound experience. You know, mm -hmm. I just had this visual of, you know, painting in the stars and just, you know, crafting, you know, it's just, that sounds like so, so beautiful. So tell us a little bit like what, um, how can we tap into that unseen realm for those of, you know, people who maybe struggle from, you know, being in the physical body to be, you know, trusting, you know, what's outside of, or not outside of them, but within them, but you know, the unseen realms that are there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you said it very well outside of us and also within us, right? Because mm -hmm. that universal energy, I fully believe it's source energy. Mm -hmm. I believe our source that we have, we all have come from that star dust, if you will. And that there's information coming to us from that realm all the time. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's, it, it comes into us and it is around us and we can become one with it. The idea for me is, I mean, this, you know, there are all these sort of phrases that we in the 
in this um, healing arts realm, I guess, if you'd say, here all the time, but I truly believe that we are spirit embodied. And so it's like if we were to go to the moon or to go to Mars, we would need to put on a spacesuit, right? In order to breathe and function and all of that. And so it's like our spirit, our soul came to earth and we have put on these body suits. Mm. Um, and, and there's so much more about that even. So I'm really, my work now is, is uh, reaching out into the galactic world to look at the influences on the individual as they make that journey from source to earth into the physical bodysuit. So there could be, you know, we could have reasons in mind of why, our, of why we're challenged in life. You know, it could be belief systems passed down from generations. It could be uh, negative stories we were told as children. It could be trauma, abuse, whatever it is. And that's all true. And that can certainly limit our, our can, can negatively influence our ability to trust the unseen world and want to control everything. What I'm wanting to do is get to the source and alleviate pain at the source mm -hmm. now, rather than work with symptoms that come mm -hmm. up in this physical body suit. And so I'm, I might reach out into this broader um, starlight arena, if you will, to, to look at the path that a soul has taken to come into their particular bodysuit at this particular time and alleviate the imbalances at that level, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's so there, it's like there are ties or strings or contracts in the unseen world that need to be undone in order for us to thrive. Not, not everyone, you know, we all have, yeah. And so that's the work. So I'm working really to remove the limitations mm. one might experience at the source versus addressing the symptoms over and over and over. Right. I really believe we are spiritual beings that have come into the, a human body suit. And, and there's this whole idea that the earth has been created as a place where we have the power to manifest what is unseen. And that's another, that might be another conversation, but. Yeah, absolutely. I'll stop I, talking in. <laughs> so I, I, I agree. Like, I mean, it's time. We, we don't, it's, we're not about, um, I guess, moving through the symptoms because symptoms are always going to be there. Right. And if we keep like putting out those fires or addressing the symptoms, we're never going to get to the root. And so getting to the root sounds like it's part of a lot of the work that you're doing right now with the energetic unseen realms and maybe clearing out some of those old contracts or ties that people might have to other um, maybe beings. It sounds like I'm guessing, but like, yes. I think you said that, but um, so, yeah. So tell, tell us a little bit more about that. Like how can one know that they have contracts or ties to other um, realms or galactic beings or um, people even, or places? Yeah. Beautiful. I think when someone struggles, you want to look at that, 
right? Any kind of struggle, let's look at it. And, you know, it could be something through the elements that we have here on earth, could be something, um, you know, in the mental, emotional approach to living in this human bodysuit. And, um, and there are many great ways to address that. But if something is not improving or someone continues to struggle or suffer in pain after having spent time in therapy, after having, you know, gotten their body back into shape or, you know, um, explored what exercise can do for the human body suit, you know, after changing up diet and those kinds of things, if they're still struggling, that's something to look at. And there, and that's when, you know, working with with someone who can delve into these unseen realms may be helpful in eliminating the, the, the cause of the imbalance or the pain or the disease. Right. And so if someone were to recognize that pattern, um, what would they need to do to start helping to release some of those patterns or those contracts? Right. Mm, I, I'm finding that that release, it's really about the un, what is unconscious mm-hmm. becoming conscious, right? Bringing those patterns I- into form. And that is another, uh, that is really, that is, <laughs> this could be a huge discussion, but really earth is earth. We are here on earth in order to manifest our dreams in order so you know energy is very light ethereal at the highest levels Mm -hmm. and as it comes down from source to earth it goes through a densification process right and we have gravity and we have earth which is the dense the mud and the dirt and you know hold us to the earth Mm -hmm. i think of gravity as the earth hugging us to her Mm -hmm. um and so anywhere along that pathway there could be something that comes in to create an imbalance that is then manifested in this lifetime. And as and through, I know you just came out of a fabulous week of um, meditation experiences mm-hmm. where you know that we can step beyond sort of the experience of the physical body, even the mental, emotional, and go into those higher realms. And that really is about letting our energy return to source, letting ourselves start to vibrate, start to mm-hmm. raise our vibration um, mm-hmm. back up. Mm-hmm. While being fully grounded here on earth, we mm-hmm. can also know that we can also ask for the unseen to re- be revealed because that is one of the purposes of of this planet of earth with her gravitational pull is that and and then we have and then there's the law of personal choice Mm -hmm. so what you desire what you ask for can take physical form on this planet and you can begin to see what it is that is limiting you in any way, be that physical pain, mental, emotional struggle, start to unravel the contracts, the ties that bind essentially Mm 
And that's really my work is to, to guide, to facilitate, um, to go into those unseen realms and be there with you as you are unraveling it. For people mm. who, who truly want to let go mm. and move beyond and mm. claim a wonderful, beautiful life. Mm. I love that. And so you mentioned too that we're all here to really live our dreams, right? And so, and then to, you know, raise the vibration. So can you talk a little bit about that and, and even how that might be connected and what that looks like? Yes, I would say my experiences with yoga, breath work, qigong, um, having received acupuncture, working with the meridians and things through EFT and that, that I've begun to understand how energy flows through the human body suit. And I've become more sensitive to when there are blocks to that energy. And so I think it's really about all of us learning to listen and also taking time to be quiet, to connect inward, and to receive that a download, if you will, from, from home, from from the place from which we, we all originated, which is slightly different for each person. And only you can do that work really ultimately by getting quiet, taking time to turn in and being open to receiving guidance, understanding insights that may not come in a typical day when you're busy, 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 or just exploring the world through the five physical senses. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, so it sounds like really just being attuned to our being present with who, right now and, and rather than like that busyness, but, um, but really staying centered and, and present with what is right now. And yeah. so when someone is coming into the present moment, um, what are some things they can do to vibrate at higher levels? And I'd like to acknowledge that it can be uncomfortable for people to come into the present mm -hmm. moment if they've been scared or traumatized mm -hmm. in any way sure. at time. Um, so I believe that our breath is a link in, and I'd be happy to guide a short practice with that tool. Um, yeah, I would say awareness of breath, how we are breathing in any given moment can be a really great indicator of how present mm. we are. Mm -hmm. And through that, through trusting the breath and trusting the quiet that might arise, even though our mind might have a lot of chatter, we notice the busyness of the mind as we go inward and become quiet. We can, we can move to a higher level by just using the breath. Mm. And then it's like everything falls away and we enter that space where we are one with everything and we are no thing mm -hmm. that the void, you know, that they refer to it in Buddhism, um, and it's just about learning. So I would say baby steps 
as we move into this and grow our comfort level with not knowing, Mm -hmm. with giving up mm, the need for specific outcomes, Mm -hmm. the need to even have expectations. You know, we, we give all that up and then we become one with a bigger energy that holds us and only intends the very best for us. Mm-hmm. So it's really about letting go of control. Absolutely, which I know is so very hard <laughs> for so many people. And that is that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Totally. So so what how do we do that? What is the... how do we do <laughs> <laughs> how do we do that? I really that's why I keep coming back to the breath. I think it is a fabulous barometer, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you start to feel the breath, you start to manipulate the breath, if you will, you start to allow the breath. I mean, there are, this is, this is the work that I do with many, many individuals is to guide them into deepening a relationship with their breath, into Mm. creating an intimacy Mm -hmm. with life force, Mm -hmm. because that is, um, you know, that is spirit flowing through us that is our connection to all that is Mm -hmm. and it can seem so simple and so boring Mm -hmm. um, and yet be so profound when we let go and just see what's possible see what it feels like and and move deeper and deeper into that experience with with the life force energy that is flowing through us all the time and can be enhanced through the breath Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and like you mentioned, um, and I know I've mentioned on other podcasts too, that I, I did, I spent 36 hours in meditation last week with uh, a Joe Dispenza advanced workshop, a very profound experience. And, you know, one of the breaths that he's been teaching for years, and I, I just got a really good opportunity to perfect this breath was the, um, just pulling the mind out of the body breath is what he calls it, I believe. And and so it's just all about like really uh, locking those uh, bottom three centers, the lower three chakra centers, and then bringing the breath all the way up to the pineal gland. And then just allowing that and holding that and then pumping your energy until that pineal gland like opens up and, you know, creates this euphoria euphoria. (laughs) Um, And so it's, it was so powerful. But you know, when you when you did that, it was like you received this like, amazing energy, that was just so profound and lasting and and felt so like I was vibrating at this very, very high level. Mm -hmm. Um, And so and then, you know, it was just but but how much the breath, how much real, you know, um, attention or, you know, how much power the breath has mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. for us. And then when we tap into that, you know, because a lot of people, I think we tend to hold on to, to emotions and, you know, through contracting our breath and constricting, you know, our breathing and then holding it down. And, and because that's the first thing that goes when someone experiences a trauma, right? The breath, they hold on and they're holding mm-hmm. on and holding on. And, you know, when we start to let that flow again, I think it, it can help um, that stay in, staying in the present moment and then also releasing some of those trapped emotions. And and so I know that's a lot of the work you do as well. Um, so well, I, it sounds- 
so great, Stacy. First of all, that you, you know, you that you had that profound experience, and I love how he's guiding that. Um, and I think what you've mentioned, people holding their breath when scared or you know experiencing something traumatic, that's an unconscious response, right? Mm -hmm. That's part of the really it's part of the sympathetic nervous system that shuts things down mm -hmm. so that our um, essential energy can be directed into running away or fighting back, right? Or freezing and getting small so that we aren't noticed and, mm -hmm. and whatever it is can move beyond us. Mm -hmm. So those are learned behaviors, but I think people aren't aware of what's, of how that's affecting their breath. And maybe a lot of people, you know, in our circles, yes, people have this awareness, but I think, think for the general public aren't even aware of how important the breath is mm -hmm. and how just a few simple changes to how you are breathing moment by moment can have an, a profound effect on the physical body, the mind, the emotions, and also then connect us into this bigger energy that we're talking about and help our, our vibration, our energy level to stay high. So, you know, baby steps and, and it's a lifetime, um, it's an experience that can last a lifetime and have tremendous benefits here and in the unseen world as well. I think it's the link between the two really. Yeah. yeah, and and I agree because the breath is the one thing that comes brings us back to the present moment and helps us to release trapped emotions or thoughts or you know sensations. And so I'm you know wondering too because I know I mean I do a lot of work with trauma with um, some of my clients, and so you know a lot of people they do struggle with finding their breath. Right? It's a it's it can be it can actually lead to a traumatic response. And so yeah. and I think that's a lot maybe people that are, you know, maybe in the general public that might struggle with, you know, what what does it mean to be in the present moment? What does it mean to come to my breath and take a deep breath? And so yeah. what are some things that you would recommend for someone where to start with that? First I'd like to pick up on something I heard you say, which is People struggle to breathe well is how I'm interpreting what a little bit of what you just said. And if they have been abused or, uh, for instance, my mother always told me to hold my stomach in, right? For she, she had an athletic background, but also aesthetic and, you know, women to have this figure or whatever it is. And so from an early age, we've probably learned to um, be tight, right? The six pack ab or whatever in the belly. And so that's something that we culturally could unravel in order to breathe more mm -hmm. effectively. I think of indigenous cultures, Africa or whatever, and the women are, are um, revered for round curves and big bellies and their ability to dance and, you know, just let life flow through them. So, so letting go and then, and then the other piece that popped up was this concept of, para, of um, well, it's reverse breathing, paradoxical breathing. And that is that we tense up when we inhale. That is a stress response, a trauma response. 
Um, and it has to do with this tight belly thing, not wanting to take in a whole lot of life right then, wanting to get small, wanting to shrink away. And over time, that can become a pattern in the body that needs to be unraveled. Mm. Um, it's actually a medical term, the paradoxical breathing. So, so there's a lot to unravel in people who struggle to find comfort in a simple breathing practice. Mm. I also know that there are a lot of things happening around breath work in the world. I had a client recently find me online. She was doing some breath work with, with someone who was no longer practicing post-COVID, wanted some hands-on work, came in to see me. And the, what she was doing was actually exacerbating her PTSD. Mm. So I think it, breath work is great and we can jump into breath work workshops and retreats and things but again if we don't have the basic mechanics mm -hmm. down and if we're not comfortable with the very basic mechanics how a stress relieving breath flows in the body how the muscles respond how how the cells respond how the physiology responds you know we've got to dial that in at the beginning and mm -hmm. so really with this woman we're unraveling some things before taking it deeper so that she'll be comfortable mm -hmm. and she can learn to trust her body's responses mm -hmm. and discern you know, when she's uptight and holding or when she's more relaxed and surrendering into the experience. Mm -hmm. So do you recommend a breathing coach or someone that can help facilitate that to uh, someone with that level of trauma? Absolutely, I do. I think someone who's trained in the mechanics of breathing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and has a sensitivity to the experience of the individual can help them uh, unwind some things mm -hmm. before they jump into some kind of more profound breath work experience. Yes, I think it's important. I really think it's important to start at the beginning, essentially, mm -hmm. um, and to assess. So one of the things I do is just assess how someone is breathing. And then if they want more information, we can take that deeper. Um, but just helping them to unravel some patterns that are keeping the stress response going in their body, mm -hmm. keeping the, the sympathetic nervous system firing, even when like someone might say, take, oh, just take a deep breath or just, you know, just breathe and let it go. And that's not really mm -hmm. easy for someone who's been abused or, you know, seen, seen, experienced some violent situations that, yeah, yeah. It yeah. needs to be unpacked, if you will, slowly mm -hmm. and Absolutely. Uh, tenderly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like to think of that as just kind of peeling back that layer of the onion because there are those layers that you need to work through before someone might have, have access to that breath, you know, or feel safe. And so, or feel, even feel safe in their body, let alone like, you know, connected to their breath, but you know, what does their body overall body feel like to them? And Stacy, you bring up a good question. Would you send someone with severe trauma, PTSD to a breath coach? Um, you know, we talked earlier about addressing symptoms 
versus really getting to the root, getting to the cause and eliminating the source of, of trouble, if you will. And so that's where I'm going now. And I might work with different modalities and I'm working in the unseen world and they may not, never even know about it. So it's sort of like a Reiki mm. energy treatment. Mm. There may be some breath work woven in, uh, but from my perspective, you know, I'm, I'm up here playing in the starlight, right? And drawing a script for a, 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 a higher vibe life, if you will, mm. for, for the individual, for the people I'm working with. Mm. And that I think it can be taught. It can be mm -hmm. learned. Um, we can all experience that. Um, but I also want to offer that to people who are struggling and haven't found relief with different modalities. Sure. So it sounds like you are not only working with someone and, and helping them maybe uh, work with their breath, but you're also helping move energy that might be stuck in that process. And breath is energy, right? Mm -hmm. To mm -hmm. inspire in spirito is to, you know, take in spirit. Mm -hmm. And so the, the more completely we can breathe in, right? Breathe in mm -hmm. this life or breathe out what no longer serves us, mm -hmm. right? The more hmm, there is to merge with or be absorbed into as we let go so it's a it's a dance a beautiful mm. dance and um and sometimes i want to think that it can happen instantaneously with our intention because mm -hmm. that's really what earth is about is manifesting our intentions mm -hmm. with the support of spirit source mm -hmm. the unseen world so you mentioned that earlier. So I'd like to ask, yeah, like what, um, tell us a little bit about what your take is on manifesting and how we can work with the energies to create the life of our dreams. Yeah. Wonderful. What a great question. This is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so um, what I'm learning with my spiritual teacher Mm, what I'm becoming more familiar with is the universal laws. You know, there's some, there's like Louise Hay stuff or I don't know, different things. Um, Abraham, I guess I'm thinking mm -hmm. of too. Uh, but really, so from, from, from this perspective, I'm opening up to as I mentioned, earth and gravity and, and that, and this densification of energy coming from starlight down to earth, that is, let's say that's the, the Maha manifestation, right? The great manifestation in that the unseen is taking form. Hmm. And I know that you have a yoga background too, Stacy. the idea in that tradition, and there are six different philosophies of manifestation in the yoga world, but the one that I like or am most familiar with is that idea of Shiva and Shakti, but mm. there's the para, Parama Shiva, which is this inert, um, dense, immovable source energy. So this is the yoga perspective. And I'm, I'm really growing into a slightly different perspective that's 
above or beyond or or um, uh, more ethereal. But anyway, Shiva Shakti and Shiva, the creative, the feminine dancing energy into formation, right? We have our yoga poses, we have mudras, we have uh, points in the body we can can press into to get energy to flow in certain ways. That's all yoga, Ayurveda, philosophy, acupuncture, Chinese medicine. Um, but yes, and so the laws on, the, of, on this planet are that we have the power to manifest that which we can envision in order to discern between all good and anything that gets in the way of that. That that's really the purpose of earth and our experience on it. And so if you can, if you craft an intention statement, for instance, and you, you know, repeat it and you visualize it, one of the practices I've led over the years is yoga nidra, the idea that we bring that we seed the subconscious with these positive intentions, visualizations, affirmations, and that which gets in the way of us realizing that bubbles up over time and can be released. So that's kind of this idea that we are here on earth to manifest what we might envision in order to discern, in order to recognize the good because source is all good and our experience can be all good or here for this podcast, let's call it all love, right? Let's call it be the love. Mm -hmm. Let's call it become, uh, become the love or come from the love or love is all there is. And when we're on this earth, if we can spend time visualizing that and calling that into being, it will, it will happen. That's, that's one law, the law of manifestation. Hmm. And the other law that works in harmony with that is the law of personal power, hmm. right? That, that we all are powerful. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, we've received messages that tell us, oh, don't get too powerful, you know, don't get too smart for your britches or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But that's another reason we're here is to just live our truth and live in harmony with this source energy and let things come into formation so we can decide does it serve us does it not mm. and and it's beyond duality right it's beyond love or hate or good or bad it's all that is and mm -hmm. it's all that is is only good mm -hmm. <laughs> is that yeah getting so like really just tapping into the energy of the omnipresent, the love energy that is all around us, that is within us and recognizing that we are truly, truly sovereign. I mean, we mm -hmm. have the power to create whatever we want. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, how um, do, do you find that it's better for someone to be specific to say, this is what I want versus I'm open to opportunities to flow my way? Yeah, I think we don't want to get too, too, too specific because then the universe, then source, then the angels, the spirit guides, the devas, divas can't, can't, can't do their work, right? Mm. 
so I think we want to be global and yet, mm, so whatever it, you align, you run it through the heart, but, and really you run it through the solar plexus women. So, so those of us who have incarnated into female body suits have on along the way had our connection to source dismantled and really that that was to come through the solar plexus so um so reclaiming our sovereignty the word you use right our connection to this greater energy and then setting the intention but also being open to letting things unfold hmm. as they will the third law is 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 personal so i said personal power i said law of manifestation i guess i was going to also bring up uh willpower which is sort of like personal power and then the idea of reciprocity right as we give out good as we work for good in the world as we cultivate good in our lives it it comes back like a boomerang right it goes out and it comes back and it comes back even greater mm. all of this is is all of this requires a level of trust yeah. a level of undoing There's... and being willing to open up into our greatness mm -hmm. and i know that's not easy i'm 60 years old and you know i'm i'm just coming into this over in the last decade Mm -hmm. after my experience on Kilimanjaro. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, th those keywords there, trust, right. Letting go. Um, those are, those are huge to really, you know, align with that energy because when we align with the energy and we trust that the universe has our back and that it's going to flow where it needs to go, um, you know, maybe having an idea of what we want to do. But sometimes people, you know, they maybe there's not an idea. They don't, they're not sure what they want next. And so, but allowing maybe new opportunities to flow their way and, and opening up to new possibilities. I think just yeah. being open, as you said, right? And not having, not forcing it or mm -hmm. not getting disappointed if something's not happening fast enough. Yeah. But trusting also, you know, mm -hmm. some of it is knowing, having heard this, like this conversation is great for people to listen to mm -hmm. and then just find your comfort level with it, mm -hmm. um, you know, and maybe a little bit every day or, you know, every few months you just, okay, spirit, you know, what messages shall I, you know, what, what do you want me to notice now? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, there's uh, numbers, synchronicity and numbers. Um, other symbols that come along that tell me that I'm, I'm, you know, on the right path, mm -hmm. things are, are, are lined up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then another point that I wanted to make too, is that, you know, when, when there's that sense of maybe control and, and having a hard time, maybe letting go of some of that, that's where I think the breath, um, feeling that into the body, where does, where do you feel that in the body and then breathing into that and Beautiful. breathing, allowing that to the energy to move and then breathing in the flow or breathing in trust. And, and I think that Beautiful. that's been a really beautiful, like, profound practice, simple practice that I've done over the years that has been, you know, just really 
life altering and, and let it being able to let go because the body is holding on to all that energy. And so when you can let that go and move with the body's energy, then you can really allow to yourself to be a little bit more open. Yes. Good. Good. And then coming back to that word sovereignty, I think that's so important that we recognize that we have a choice in any given moment of who we want to interact with, of how we want to interact with what's going on, of where we want to take things. And, you know, really it's up to us. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, we may have been taught to give that up, especially as women. Mm -hmm. Um, So reclaiming that. Yeah. And I think, again, the breath is just can be one's best friend, right? It can Mm. be a long lost connection to mm, guidance from above or, Mm -hmm. you know, or or within really it's that's, yeah. Absolutely. And so that's probably a really great segue. I'm wondering if you could provide a guided practice for our listeners today. Let's do it. That would be great. And we'll keep it brief. Um, Let's do it. Let's see where it goes. Wonderful. All right. Good. So I encourage everyone to just, uh, just take a, first of all, just take a moment. And, and like Stacy guided us in the very beginning, take a big breath in through your nose, sigh it out through the mouth. And let's do that two more times at your own pace, in your own way. Big breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. (sighs) Let it go. And a third time. Beautiful, beautiful. Soften your eyes. If it's comfortable, you can close them or turn your gaze down. Disengage from the world around you for a moment if that feels safe. If you're sitting, just uncross your legs, uncross your hands. Let energy, let the energy in your body flow down as your feet find rest on the floor and your seat finds rest in the chair. And acknowledge for the time being, you are in a place that is safe. And if you can be uninterrupted, it's great. When you're ready, just express gratitude first here in the very beginning. Gratitude for your human body suit, for this beautiful body you have come into for this lifetime. Gratitude for that energy from source that flows into the body that experiences the world through the senses. And is it possible to acknowledge that there is something bigger surrounding you, maybe even holding you, maybe even flowing through you? And when you are ready, shift your attention to your breath. No need to manipulate it in any way Simply begin to follow your breath, connect with your breath as it moves out, as it moves back in to your body, 
if it's comfortable, I always encourage people to nose breathe. There are many, many benefits to nose breathing as often as you can in as many different situations as you can. So breathing through the nose now, if that's comfortable for you, without struggling, without striving to do this, just allow breath to flow in a way that is most comfortable for you. And then if you will, start to follow each exhalation. Start to follow each breath all the way out. And perhaps notice or imagine energy flowing down toward the earth as you exhale. It may feel as if you are growing heavier, perhaps more still in your seat. Maybe you notice the support underneath you, following each breath out, follow it to the end. And let the breath turn around and come in on its own. Filling you up as you inhale, emptying you out as you exhale. Following the breath all the way out to the end, each time perhaps there's a pause at the end of the exhalation where the breath turns around and comes back in through the nose, filling you up from the inside out like a balloon or a ball, being filled with breath when you inhale and empty when you exhale. So as you exhale, is it possible to let go of resistance, to let go of any unnecessary holding in the body, to let go of the busyness of the mind, any thoughts that might enter, just allow them to flow back out as you breathe out. And as you breathe in, imagine energy penetrating from above through the crown of your head, energy moving into and expanding in your body as you breathe in, letting that go. And maybe it's flowing down, down, down toward the earth as you exhale. As the breath turns around, your awareness might come back to the crown, to the top, the space above, filling up with life force with pranic energy, source energy when you inhale, letting it go, emptying out as you exhale. The breath moving in, moving into the heart center, expanding the heart center. 
the breath as it comes in, moving from crown through throat to heart and into the solar plexus, the area at the base of the ribs. Moving out and yawning is natural. Yawning is a sign of release, a sign of letting go. Breathing in, filling up, breathing out, letting go. Sink your attention into the belly now. Is it possible to soften your belly? Even if you have strong six pack abs, some part of the belly, maybe deep inside, can begin to soften and expand when you inhale and contract to help expel the air from the lungs when you exhale. Begin to soften and move your belly as you breathe, if that's comfortable for you now. And now we'll shift our attention to spirit. Just imagine the possibility of being supported and held in a circle of guardian energy. I am calling in spirit guides, devas of nature, <clears throat> all benign and loving energy in the seen and unseen world. As we, as we imagine a circle of this protective, life-enhancing, beneficial energy surrounding us, surrounding you, and in this circle, in this cocoon of protection and love, breathing in all that is good. As you breathe in, with each inhalation, imagining only good, loving energy moving into your body, penetrating the organs, the joints, tendons, and bones penetrating the cell. And as you breathe out, imagine that it's easy, it's effortless to release any sense of limitation, any sense of lack, judgment, self-doubt, emptying out, dissipating, melting away as you exhale, held in a circle, a cocoon of loving energy, you are breathing in all that is good, breathing in love, breathing out anything that gets in the way of absorbing, connecting with, being that. And shifting now to breathing in love, pausing for it to circulate through the body before you exhale and releasing, sending that love back out into the world, pausing to empty, to let go, 
before it comes back into you, ricocheting back to you, that which you have released, breathing out love, coming back to you tenfold, penetrating every part of your physical bodysuit, your mental emotional self, saturating the auric field around you with loving energy and light. Releasing that back out into the world to be used as it can be for only good. And you receive it once again as you breathe in. Now ask, open to the question or the intention, stay with the breath, stay in this state and ask that you are aligned with the eternal flow of divine energy. Allow, know and trust that chronic energy life force source is flowing through you aligning through your energy centers and know that your spirit guides are lifting you higher, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in love and pausing, breathing it out and letting it go. Your spirit guides, source energy is holding you and lifting you higher cleansing your auric field and raising your vibration, carrying you out of this dense and limited sense of self. You may now intend that your consciousness, your reality, your vibration aligns with, aligns only with source energy. And that anything that gets in the way of that is inactivated and released. You may ask your divine spiritual team to transform, heal, remove anything that might prevent you from receiving source energy. Stay with the breath. Some of you may feel as if you are merging with becoming, as if you are indeed that source energy. Flowing through the human body suit, flowing all around you. Lifting you higher, even as you are rooted to Mother Earth. Enjoy your breath for just a few more moments. If you would like to stay longer, you may turn this off and continue. For now, I invite you to slowly bring your awareness back by deepening your breath. 
by sensing into your physical body suit, by offering love, expressing love for yourself. Maybe wrap your arms around you. Mm, just appreciate who you are and where you are and how you are and whatever your experience was, it's all just fine. And just as it was meant to be, come back slowly now and I'll count to five to invite you all the way back into this present moment starting now. One, two, three, four, five, and we are back. That was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so Thank much you. for providing that. I just feel so connected mm. right now, just really centered and hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Stacey. You. Thank mm. you so much. And this is a great yeah. place to say adios. Mm -hmm. This was wonderful, unless there are yeah. any. Comments. Well, um, tell our listeners what you um, are currently working on and how they can find you. Beautiful, beautiful. So I have actually created a program that is that is eight sessions. It's a it's a protocol. I, I call it the mountain climbing protocol. Uh, my business is Mountain Wisdom Holistic Health, and and really, it's about climbing up out of this dense energy that holds so many of us to the earth, right? And looking around us and um, exploring and enjoying, learning to enjoy our life from that higher perspective, from mm -hmm. the mountaintop. Mm -hmm. So um, that's eight weeks. It's eight hundred and eighty dollars, and anyone can start that at any time uh, so that's one thing I'm doing and yeah I'm just continuing to if you will release the shackles mm -hmm. <laughs> and absolutely appreciate being here and being grounded uh, into the earth energy mm -hmm. and at the same time reaching higher mm -hmm. and higher into my potential mm -hmm physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mm. you know, on all levels, without expectation, without mm, mm, working to achieve, you know, or really without mm. ambition, I mm. have to say. That's what COVID mm. uh, helped me shed is any mm. ambition around this. Mm. So, mm -hmm. you know, I have skills and abilities and things to offer. And if that, if, if someone's interested, reach out to me. Okay. My website is www.mountainwisdomholistichealth.com. And we can, we can yeah. add that to the show notes as well as the course information. So that's something we can add in for sure. So, well, thank you, Sharon, for being here with us and sharing the space to have this beautiful conscious conversation. And thank you for listening to our show. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, we'd be so grateful for a five-star written review on iTunes. And of course, please share the love by sharing it with your friends. And if you want to support the work that we're doing, please consider making a donation to our show by visiting our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And until next time, love yourself, love each other, and love the world. Love you guys.
We at Be The Love Podcast are honored to be supporting the Komodi Foundation, which is the nonprofit organization in Uganda that is working to build a school that will promote and support healthcare, education, skills development, feeding the hungry, human rights, and environmental defenders. Their goal is to work with young mothers and single mothers, street children, and vulnerable families who lack nurture as they guide them to become productive individuals, which will lead to a productive generation. Please see our show notes on how to become a donor, mentor, volunteer, or sponsor. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.